Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I'm your anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And I'm the guy who knows nothing about anime, Malcolm McLeod. And joining us once again is Shane. How are you, man? Hey, what's up? I'm doing all right. Today, we are talking about an anime film that was made by a cult. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm, for the recommendation. You had um, the inspiration for this. Uh, let's credit it goes to the YouTube channel Mother's Basement. I was going to say we need to shout them out. Well, I was shown, someone shared me the video. They're like, have you seen this? And then I watched it, and I was like, what the hell? And I, I'll be honest, I, I do like cults. Like, I'm very fascinated by cults. I've read, like, a lot of books about cults, like, nonfiction. Goddamn, this was <laughs> boring and stupid as fuck. <laughs> uh, if you look up um, Mother's Basement, it's obviously, um, you'll see it. It's, like, among their more recent YouTube videos. What is it? The YouTuber, Jeff Thu, he's really awesome. He also went to high school with friend of the show, Domenico. So, again, it all connects back to everything we've done here and yeah. i ran into i ran into i want to say when i say boring and stupid i'm not talking about mother's basement in their video that was great i'm talking about this cult itself and their movie that we're covering uh but we're only talking about uh this one film called the mystical laws and uh this film was commissioned by the cult known as happy science and uh let's get into it um because i of course watched jeff Thu's videos on the cult and they're absolutely fantastic but um, I think, at least to my recollection, I found some different angles because there's been some uh, recent developments which I found really fun. So, yeah, this one I feel like it's like I'm actually really looking forward to this. I've done a little like snooping around about Happy Science after watching this, and yeah, or even before, to be completely honest. And so I'm curious what uh, you pull up. Yeah, no worries. So, Happy Science is a New Age religion that was founded in 1986 by Riho Okawa. The aim of the religion is to bring happiness to humanity by spreading truth, which, sure, that sounds fine. You know, if whatever floats your boat, that's cool with me. Uh, but here's the thing. Though the religion claims to promote love and tolerance, which are good things, if you want to join a cult just because you're into that, good for you. I say that. I don't know about you, but... If I feel like most cults or, like, new religions or whatever this is classified as start off being, like, super positive. They're always just like, yeah, love and freedom, and we're all in this together. And then you start peeling back the layers like an onion, and then you see that's just this bitter core. So here's the thing. Contrary to those beliefs, which I say are positive, and if that's all you take from happy science, then good for you. Here's the thing, though. The religion's political party, the Happiness Realization Party, is incredibly right-wing. <laughs> they, they support the expansion of the Japanese military, the use of nuclear deterrence, and the denial of Japanese war crimes. Happy Science worships a deity called El Kantar. I don't know if I pronounce that, but who gives a shit? It's not real. Who was born on Earth. <laughs> I don't know. No, like, no, uh, it's true. I mean, I mean, this this religion, like, based on what I gathered from the movie we watched, it seems like it's got some parallels to Scientology on some level. But like, El Cantari is, yeah, their god, and if yeah, which is so confusing because <laughs> I was like, who the fuck's El Cantari? <laughs> but you're about to tell me they worship El Cantar who was born on Earth 330 million years ago, which, um, for the record, humans are, like, how old? Pretty much younger than that. Much younger. Yeah. I don't even think we're, like, a million years old. I don't know, but don't quote me. I'm not a scientist. So. No, we're, we're, what is it, less than, probably Some, less than 5,000 years old. 
No, more we're older than that. Like there's like agriculture from like ten thousand, but I think it's like under fifty thousand at least. Okay, under fifty, yeah. Fifty right. to hundred thousand. I'm say. I'm stuck in that, you know, that I, Christian <laughs> mentality of BC <laughs> and AD. I just uh looked it up. We're about two hundred thousand years old. Oh, oh okay. wow, older than I thought. But okay, yeah. that makes well, sense. Under a million though, under a million, which uh, not three hundred and thirty million. So this same deity, Alcantara, has been worshipped by various religions as Buddha, Odin, Jesus, etc. Since the founding of the religion, Okawa has apparently published over 500 books, but most of these are just transcriptions of his lectures, so it's kind of cheating. Um, one of his most popular gimmicks is his spiritual interviews, where he channels the spirits of famous figures and speaks through them. In 2016, he set up an interview with George Washington and Donald Trump, despite Trump being very much alive. <laughs> Donald Trump, Emmanuel, was still wait, alive. So wait, so wait, he was also Donald Trump in this as well. <laughs> He channeled the spirit of Donald Trump, and this is 2016, so he's not even president yet. So he's just about. <laughs> he was to just be. a candidate. He was just the yeah, the, a young upstart. Young um, upstart, Donald Trump, who um, you know, knock on. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll be dead by the time this podcast comes out. Maybe we'll be lucky. I've heard rumors that he's. I've I've heard like this conspiracy. It's probably not true that Trump secretly has like terminal cancer, which is why he's just going insane because he's just burning the party down because he doesn't give a shit. Which would be a very Trump move to just burn everything down before he dies. Because, you know, when he yeah. dies, the world won't exist. Just like. Exactly. Um, Is he like, the El Cantari? Is he? No. <laughs> I don't know if El Cantari is good I, or not. I just realized I just explained the plot of, uh, fuck, of Tenet. Because the villain of Tenet also says uh, he wants to destroy the world because he's going to die. So the world might as well not exist if he's dead. Which is a yeah. flimsy motivation, but um. what a yeah, <laughs> what great writing! What a what a visionary Christopher Nolan is. That man loves emotion, and he loves he loves deep meaning in his works. Just kidding, he's all about the vision. I I saw a video as well. I don't know if you're going to touch upon it, but I also watched a video. There was a Vice documentary about uh, Happy Science that they released earlier in 2021, and yeah, where he, the founder of this fucking thing channeled margaret thatcher uh and like i in the video he just goes i'm the prime minister i'm the prime minister <laughs> like as if like that margaret thatcher died like in office when in reality she died years decades later yeah like just of old age <laughs> um and it was all about because uh was going to bring back uh, margaret thatcher so they could advise on brexit and her and what she really wanted and this might shock you, uh, both of you, is what you really wanted was for Japan to invade China <laughs> and Korea. So, Margaret I mean, Thatcher, very concerned about Japan. <laughs> famously concerned. I mean, what, that already happened, like, what, 70 years ago? So, Well, he's, that's, that's the whole thing about this cult. And I mean, you know, there are a lot of post-war wounds still. And I know Japan has been moving towards the right, uh, which Miyazaki has commented on before and is very much... Uh, you know, Miyazaki was accused of being a communist when he came out with The Wind Rises because it was very anti-war. So, you know, uh, far right is doing okay in some places right now. 
Well, I mean, what is it? I mean, the far right in North America fetishizes Japan as an ethno state, right? Like that's one of the oh, big I things. Oh, I haven't even got into that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a big, that's a big thing. That's why, like, you see a lot of like extreme, like alt right figures always be like, "Hi, hey, we just, I love Japan." Like they're just like fucking drooling over it, even though um, like Japan's much more uh, diverse than I think people. Really oh man, oh fascist! It's it's fascist. What well, this has also got some far right imagery in this movie. We haven't even touched on that. <laughs> Let's. So here's the thing. Um, Happy Science is also large enough is a large enough organization to get retail space in Japan's largest bookstore chain, where their teachings are mixed in with the self help section. And this is where I talk about how I distrust all self help because uh yeah i don't know man i mean listen i know people who quote jordan peterson and don't even realize what he says um some very nice people say anything that's the well, guy like when you start realizing he like you're you going yeah. like wait a minute i don't think he said a sentence that's coherent <laughs> i mean this is a guy who tried to kill jordan peterson let's in fairness <laughs> basically like almost killed himself by like forcing like himself off a of medication and then he only ate like red meat and salt and then That's he was like oh of course he like die almost died I had to be like treated in russia like, oh, it's fucking oh. crazy <laughs> what he's like this the man. thing the thing i can objectively say about peterson is he did a bad job of raising his daughter because she tried to murder him by doing all this to him oh yeah that's true he that she was also responsible for that good old michaela peterson Kayla Peterson, um, who has a podcast that many people I like have been on, which uh, says not good things about them. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, let, let me find where I am. So due to, due to their prominence in the self-help section in Japan's largest bookstore chain, this has resulted in Happy Science having a yearly revenue of $45 million, which, fuck, I didn't realize they made that much I money. I gotta be honest. I think, I also, want in the Vice documentary, they also said that, like, Part of their scam of like for followers is that you pay for prayers and like other ways to advance. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's where a chunk of the money comes from. I also wouldn't be surprised if they're just lying. Like if they're like, yeah, we have 45 million. I mean, they've got millions, obviously, because they can produce um, this this <laughs> garbage movie and more yeah. like they have a whole entertainment wing. But I mean, it reminds me of that L. Ron Hubbard quote, you don't get rich writing science fiction. If you want to get rich, you start a religion. And I feel like he, this is a man, the guy who created Happy Science, who's, who saw that one day and was like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> it worked for him. It's going to work for me. So this won't come as a surprise based on what I've said. Recently, Happy Science has become super pro-Trump. On January 6th, just before the U.S. Capitol riot, 1,000 demonstrators were in Tokyo with signs like Fight for Trump and Stop the Steal. This, oh wasn't, this wasn't even the first protest. Four of them had happened since the November election. Though Happy Science obviously doesn't have the 11 million members it claims, they have managed to play a major role in disinformation lately. They have numerous YouTube pages that spread harmful conspiracies, with one channel called The Fact which has 170,000 subscribers and is basically an Alex Jones-style talk show. Another, another channel called the Wisdom Channel, led by the Happiness Realization Party Director of Foreign Affairs, has 450,000 subs. And yes, Happy Science is also very much a player in spreading QAnon conspiracy in Japan. So QAnon's in Japan. It's, called, it's also called JAnon. So that's a thing now. Really? Oh, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure, like, it's, you know, permeated in a lot of other places um, in their own, like, localizations. 
but yeah, no. I mean, of course, they. This is the group that does it, right? Like, I mean, you're which is again ironic considering the messages of their fucking this the movie and what they're doing. <laughs> but that's how they pill people. They say, "Hey, I love love and tolerance," and you know, you buy a self help book or two. It's like again, the shit with Jordan Peterson. I'm sure if I read Jordan Peterson's Rules for Life, I'd probably find a lot of innocuous shit. Which is the people, the people who I'm seeing sharing this are sharing the innocuous things, and they probably just aren't aware enough to kind of know like they just don't know better yeah well you i think it's that thing is if you're looking for something you can find it in almost anything that you're searching right like if you're like oh i please like i need the answer that's like you know the bible where people are like i just need the answer so it'll be in the bible i'm like i mean this is like a you know thousands of pages i think i don't know i'm not i don't read the bible very often um i don't stay at cheap (laughs) cheap motels in the states uh a lot um but yeah, I assume it's just like, yeah, you could find it if you're kind of looking for it. And that's where you get like, you know, ex- people who use Christianity for extremism. And they're just like, no, but like it's said in this one line that, you know, that this is, you know, why I have to, you know, I can be a bigot. And you're like, what? But uh, That's, that's the thing. If you're if you've got if your religion, if the way you practice your religion is in a nice way, good. And if you are not practicing in the nice way, then fuck you. Don't do that. Uh, please don't. Um, that's my take as someone who was raised Catholic. And, you know, I don't mind going to church. I only go during uh, funerals and weddings now, but I don't mind the ritual. It's whatever. Yeah, it's nice. I, I just wasn't raised in the church. I wasn't, I didn't, well, wasn't here's the thing, Malcolm. You're going to hell. I was baptized, which guarantees me into heaven. And I can do whatever I want. Baptism secures <laughs> me. As long as I don't uh, commit the big, the big sins, I'm good. But I better not covet uh, your ox. If you ever have people ox, who are like who are like I'm, you know, who are kind of bigots, and then like they're, you know, but they're also like I'm been baptized. I'm a Christian, but they're also like 400 pound obese, morbidly obese people. Like, how do they get away around from like gluttony? I mean, I like trolling my conservative friends who aren't religious because I'm just like, oh, you're not a true conservative, you know, because you're not religious, and that's such a core part of it. So. You know? That is actually the weirdest part is when you're someone's like incredibly like deeply conservative but also not yeah. religious. It's so it's, like, you, it's funny to troll these people is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I don't know. Because, are you? Yeah, are you? How are you thinking about all this shame? I just like clowning on people. Um, I'm learning to be a troll. It's kind of fun. Anyways, here's one thing. If you're looking for a, speaking of COVID nineteen, uh, if you're looking for a cure for COVID nineteen, Happy Science has you covered. For the reasonable price of $100 to $400, you can receive a spiritual vaccine that will ward off the virus. No shot required. The vaccine is free. (laughs) That's the thing. COVID vaccine is free. It's free and Um, it doesn't hurt. I didn't even notice when I got my first shot. I was like, bro, it's like, seriously? Like, I thought, like, they were just, like, tapping me. Yeah, it was super easy. Like, I mean, I know I've had a lot of, like, you know, needles and vaccines in the past. And I don't know, it's just another one. I get my needles from doing heroin, J.K. Law. Um, <laughs> that's my needle experience. Um, no, but even I still remember the pain of like the hep, hep vaccine, and that was a fucking needle. You know what I mean? Yeah, that one's bad. Tetanus is pretty bad too. Actually, tetanus is probably the worst. Oof, I haven't had that. Uh, anyways, you should to- because te- getting actual tetanus is hell <laughs> according to happy science the virus was the covid 19 virus was created as a bioweapon by the chinese government in wuhan i mean it kind of that fits their narrative of as a political party <laughs> like it's sort of like no see we have to invade china even though it's like not realistic for japan so in a twist here's the twist though it's not just wuhan it was unleashed by ufos to punish the communists for their godless ways in this movie like in happy science like in this movie 
the uh was it the mythical laws or the i keep saying mystical mystical i keep saying the mythical laws because i mean i couldn't care less (laughs) to remember the title of this movie is that yeah they're they're very much the whole gorum empire i think that's what i said it right the gorum empire is just china (laughs) like it's china yeah that's yeah (laughs) They do, they couldn't say it. They're like East Asia. Like they're like they're that's what they are as a political party. It's like they want to like make this like propaganda movie, but yet they are too cowardly to just be like, no, this is we're doing China. <laughs> like China's the bad guy here. Like yeah. if that's where I think is like you see a lot of that in a lot of these people where they're just like, let's go Brandon instead of just saying like just say fuck Joe Biden. Like you just do it. And like no one's saying like stopping you. Like that's the thing. People weren't going like you know, you're fired. And then what they really mean was like, fuck Donald Trump. People would just be like, fuck Donald Trump. Like, it's that like those little like backwards dancing. Like, so here's the thing. Um, it was spread to other lands. So it was unleashed by UFOs to punish the communists for their godless ways. And then it was spread to other lands that lack true faith, uh, which is everywhere, I guess. Um, Mr. Okawa claimed to receive this information from a trio of extraterrestrials going by the unfamiliar names R.A. Goal, Metatron, and Yidron. Um, (laughs) Metatron? I I, I know Metatron because I play uh, the Persona series and Shin Megami Tensei, which are um, uh, Japanese RPGs, and you fight demons. So you fight demons and angels and a bunch of religious figures. I mean, uh, Ganesha's in there. So I'm familiar with Metatron. So... You know, Metatron's chill. So Metatron, okay, so Metatron is a real, like, that's the one thing I've noticed is that the whole idea of happy science is that he, it's that he's everyone, right? He's Muhammad, he's Jesus, he's Buddha, he's, you know, uh, Confucius. Like, he's he's all of them in one person. He's in one being, and that's where he gets El Cantor or whatever the hell he's calling himself. Uh, Metatron, you know, here's the thing. Obviously, the Tron suffix was... uh, ruined by transformers because we think we hear metatron we think megatron but metatron is an angel in judaism mentioned three times in the bavel or bavli in a few brief passages in the agada and in mystical kabbalistic texts within rabbinic literature i'm just reading off wikipedia but there you go (laughs) it was pretty obvious that you made a switch (laughs) there you go so metatron is like yeah it comes like that's the thing persona is a great game you'll learn a lot about uh various religious uh figures in that game Cool, and you can recruit them, so that's neat. Anyways, um, so R.A. Gal, Metatron, and Yidron, and the spirits of Chinese leaders, including Xi uh, Jinping, and the Guardian Angels, Guardian Angels, because he of Boris Johnson, John Lennon, and Angela Angela Merkel also sent. Tra- guardian Angels of Boris Johnson and Angela Merkel make sense because they're alive, so it would have to be their Guardian Angels. But John Lennon is dead, so why can't it just be the spirit of John Lennon? Yeah, it would make more sense. I mean, I mean, again, we've already established that in this religion, he can also channel people who are very much alive. Like, I just want to picture it, like, if he was actually doing the truth, that, like, Donald Trump was just, like, in his office, and then you just, like, he goes, like, ah! Like, he just, like, goes into, like, some sort of catatonic state after he, like, takes a bite of, like, a delicious Big Mac and just, like, is in this catatonic state as... I don't know, this other guy is doing his fucking interview with between Trump and George Washington in, I don't know, some conference room in Japan. 
how does this relate to anime? Well, part of Happy Science's recruitment has been through their anime films. The ninth film in the series, The Laws of the Universe Elohim Chapter, was released in November of 2021. Um, I looked it up, and uh, the animation is certainly a step up from what we saw, because the film we're talking about, The Mystical Laws, is the sixth film and was released in 2012. So their 2021 movie, not going to lie, Looks pretty fire. Anyways, Mystical Laws, uh, released in 2012. Let's finally talk about it because, yeah, this was a heck of a heck of a history segment, guys. Can so. I say just for, at the right off the top that like the audacity that this movie, like on its Wikipedia page, was like this movie was submitted for consideration at the 2012 Oscars. It was like like. How, like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy that being like, yeah, we you know we just threw it out there for the community. They didn't take it, but you know it was. We did it. I've never seen a film. Like, I'm sure there's, like, you know, so many movies where, like, I assume every movie that's released theatrically is, uh, you know, is usually submitted to the Oscars just to be like, here, we, you know, we put millions into this. Just see if there, maybe there's something, there's a nomination in there. But, like, I've never seen a movie actually, like, boast about the fact that it submitted itself to the oh, Oscar. They said it, I didn't know that part. Yeah, I looked it up. Rango, that movie won that the year this was nominated, and it was deserved. First, my first note, my first note, I clicked. It's my first note before I even start the movie. This movie is two hours. Oh God, and it is not a smooth two hours. It is a. Two, I, I texted you yesterday because uh, I watched the movie earlier. And I said, bro, bro, this ain't. This sure doesn't feel like two hours. Can I say that this was the slowest two hours of my life? And I'm going to say this as well. I booted this up to like 1.5 speed and it felt like I, I like no time had passed. Like I would like I would like go and watch it and then I would be like, oh man, okay, I must have made some progress. And then like I'd pause and I realized that I've only watched like five minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I just felt like I was losing my mind. I don't know how how you two felt, like especially you, Shane. Like how did this like this experience of this? Uh it was interesting the two hours I, I definitely felt like it went longer than it should have like when i first started it like i because you sent me the the link to watch the movie in english and so like i started that up i the intro was fine to the movie but like when they were going over like the history of like the Gotham empire and, and the world but once they actually like showed the characters start speaking like dubbing i was like i can't watch this in english so i swapped immediately to like i found like a uh an anime like a a, a subtitled version online and was, was it, it any better, better? It, it was better in my opinion okay because i watched the dub and i gotta say this might have been the worst dubbing um just like i don't know where you find people this better i'm assuming everyone who is in the dub cast is a member of happy science because like i don't believe anyone could act who was in this uh, or they just had no direction whatsoever, and they were just sort of like, well, I guess I'm just going to read this once, but it yeah. was just terrible. It was terrible I, on every level. I could I could definitely see that they the act, they just found some random voiceover actors and like, hey, you want to make some quick money? I think just the first two lines of like those characters and that, like when they were in Japan, I just couldn't watch it after that. Oh man, this speech is... Like when they're because this movie is a lot of speeches. Yeah, but like it's like you'll there's ten minute long monologues of just like nothing. It's just like them talking about something that you're like, why is this important? And you're going, oh no 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 no, why this is important is because this is in one of the 
thousands of books this fucking religion is producing. And it's just like all supposed to be this propaganda piece for people to be like, wow, it makes so much sense. <laughs> and yet it does not. Oh, man. So let's talk about the very first image, which uh, this movie starts off with a Nazi flag. Or should yep. I say flag of the Godom Empire? <laughs> yep, yep, that was it was uh interesting to see a swastika portrayed in the movie. Yes. I mean if if, if you already didn't know the Godom Empire are the bad guys in here. Not even yet. It's like not even again, the first fucking image. It's the one thing to have a swastika, even early on, but the first image. The first less, there were less swastikas in like Schindler's List than in this movie. <laughs> like this movie just is egregious. Yeah. And I think what is crazy about it is, yeah, you're talking about like, we're not even seconds into this movie. And this is, yeah, it's the first image. And you're also going like, and it's something uh, the Mother's Basement video pointed out, which was you don't have to use a swastika. Like there's no reason that this empire needs to have this image. Like it's just, they're just using it and like, it's it's so ham-fisted and just so like hits you over the head and you're just like oh god like this is what this is like there's no subtlety whatsoever all right so here's the backstory in the 2020s a coup occurred in east asia and east asia at that point had become the world's most powerful nation east asia by the way clearly china clearly china I thought it was like clearly Japan because this movie is like nationalistic. That's no, no, Japan's the one that gets invaded, right? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's what it is. Is so that, and that's why Japan needs to invade first so that this doesn't happen. (laughs) Because remember, East Asia here is godless because communists are godless, according to Happy Science. You you picked up on this so much better than me. Yeah, well, it's because like. There, it's that there's that scene later on in the movie of like I think the tank or like those submarines and they're like clearly going towards Japan. Yeah, uh, and like obviously the red, like you know the red, you know China's Communist Party, you know uses a lot of red. Um, but yeah, it's that's where I get it. And again, that's why I said earlier where it's just like instead of just being like this is China, they go like no, it's East Asia, um, because they're still cowards. Here's yeah. the thing, though. I wasn't sure going into this movie when I saw the not, the swastika. I wasn't sure if the swastikas were going to be considered the good guys because, again, I don't really know the politics of this cult well. Maybe they think that is good. <laughs> That's a crazy take. But uh, I I think if anyone was really like, they're the good guys like with the swastikas, this movie would have had a lot more press to it. So, like, people would be like, yeah. have you seen this fucking thing? Like... <laughs> I just, I mean, when I saw the swastika, I was like, I know that Asia does have a weird fetish, like, for uh, swastikas. Like, basically, a German, like, culture during, like, World War II. Yeah, well, the swastika originally, I think, comes from, like, The swastikas, uh, it's, different cultures have origins for the swastika. Like, yeah. indigenous American cultures had it. So did um, Hindus. Yeah. Um, or Buddhism, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure basically a lot of them have had it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just an odd thing to cl- include the swastika in this movie. Yeah, that, ma- that makes more sense. I mean, it's one of those things where like Nazis really ruined Nazis, Nazis ruined a lot of things. Oh, God. But <laughs> let's, let's move on. So here's the huh. thing, though. Planet Earth was becoming unified throughout dictatorship. So, hey, unification. I mean, through dictatorship, but hey, you know, you know yeah, who's you, to say? Unification with some steps. Yeah, I was gonna say there. Yeah, you're you're saying it as if this was like 
everyone's like, you know, kumbaya, like, oh, finally, we've all, we realize borders are invisible and countries are meaningless. No, no, this is like a brutal dictatorship in which like, you know, this army is like just, you know, imposing their will. Again, I was very confused going in. I wasn't quite sure if this movie was going to side with the dictators. I wasn't sure if they're like, hey, no, this is what well, we want. That's the thing that's so crazy is that, the, in theory, the political party that's attached to happy science is this party. Like, it's like the dictators. But mm-hmm. because this is a propaganda tool, they can't go that far. And so they have to be like, no, we're against this because of love and, you know, in prayer and believing in things you cannot see. Uh, and that's, you know, how we unify as people and so that you know they have to take that like that peaceful route and that's how everyone's unified uh not from that but from the 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 greatest speech in anime history so Uh, so in izumo japan some students witness a warship come out of the water and here's the thing the male voice actor for this young teenager is the worst fucking voice actor in this movie in a movie that has terrible voice performances it is exceptionally bad if you remember it's like only like a couple lines but it is like clearly not a teenager. <laughs> no, he, it's no, t- no. terrible. I mean, he like I said, like this is like I don't even know how like how you find actors this bad. Like I just like you kind of go like, did, were you just like just casting your buddies? Like again, it has to be that a bunch of these people were like are are in this cult, right? Like it just feels like they're like, hey, can we get some of people who are in the American branch of Happy Science? Can you just go and have them record these lines? Like that's what the vibe of the voice acting. Malcolm, if you're a struggling voice actor, you need any gig you can get. And hey, a yeah. feature film, a feature film, man, you gotta take what you can get. I guess, <laughs> so I say, there... five, five bucks is five bucks. <laughs> I guess five bucks a, is five bucks. It's a credit. It's a credit. You know, casting isn't gonna you know look at the resume and watch that movie. They're just gonna see you got cast in a feature. Baby, oh, it's, that's such a risky play, though. Because you go like, oh, and then, you, you know, they have people realize that this is, you know, a real shitty uh, propaganda film for a Japanese cult. What if, I mean, listen, man, hey, man, even some big name voice no, actors. I was going to say, like, against what you're saying is that, like, I think, like, a struggling voiceover actor is going to be better than the people that were in this. <laughs> like that's, this, that's the thing. I'm I'm making the argument that like these voice actors, I don't even think they're voice actors. <laughs> like I, I think actual actors could have done better work with this even though the script would have only let them down. You would need basically like academy award nominee like or award-winning actors to maybe make this make sense. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. I think you I think it would be hard, especially in like 2012, you could probably find some decent voice actors. It's not like the early days of anime where clearly people just didn't know how to voice anime. They just hadn't found like Yeah, we're talking like it? we're talking about this like this was made in the 90s. This was made in 2012. Like this is yeah. like you could if the internet was around, you could like, you know, YouTube was, you know, around, you could found people like much easier. Like people were starting to do like, you know, self tapes and the rest of it. Yeah. I had to do a double take on what year this was released. Cause at first I thought it was 2002. So, okay. That kind of explains a little bit. But then I, when I looked at it again, I was like, wait, hold on. This came out in 2012. <laughs> this doesn't make sense at all now. Yeah. I noticed that uh, this movie feels like, like the, so old. Like, like it just, you, I watched it. I was like, how is this like, I mean, it's still like a 10 year old movie, but like, I'm just like, how is this 
because like it's so like some of the animation is just so bad. Mm-hmm. I was I wouldn't say I was impressed by the animation, but given that this was made by a cult and not like you know a big deal, like I was somewhat impressed. <laughs> but this does not look like a 2012 anime. This looks like a low lower budget 2002 anime. I, I agree mm-hmm. with you, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to some plot because there is a lot of plot, guys. We've only talked about the first three minutes oh. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, we meet this uh, lady, uh, this Chinese woman named Leika Chan. She's a hottie, you know, good character design, you know, whoever whoever drew her. Nicely done. Oh I need more, <laughs> need, need, need more, uh, need more uh, deviant art uh, of Leika oh. Chan, folks. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah, would, the problem is, is you can't, like, you can't do that with, because the, the cult is censoring that. They're like, you can't. I don't know, or maybe not. They, or maybe that. No, the problem is, like, if you do that, the cult would be like, "Hey, you want to join us? Like, we could use some artists." I mean, I, should the cult I mean, start start doing hentai of their like uh, lead characters, like uh, uh, female characters? Should, oh they? Should, they? should they? Maybe, maybe they'll recruit. Maybe they, they gotta put these characters into like shitty um, mobile games because, like, there's some mobile games that'll do crossovers with anyone. No, but they hate. But the problem is, Happy Science hates all media, so they would want to create their own mobile game. Here's a pitch to you so happy science if you're listening to this uh i'm pitching you start your own mobile games company you can make some more money that way and uh i cut me in all right i'm looking for cash uh, you can i'm a cash hungry i'm cat i want that i want that sweet sweet cult cash i'll voice your characters i'll do your community management i'll do it all matt here's here's my pitch you cross over all the characters and gods from these nine films it's so fucking easy. Yeah. It's like it's like a then, crossover. So like you'll be like, oh shit, the guy from movie one meets up with Show and uh, Leica, and you can have two forms of Leica. You can sell those as different characters. Guys, I play a lot of these shitty games. <laughs> well, Spencer, like, yeah, and then you Spencer, like you'll stream on Twitch and you get that affiliate. Give me that sponsorship with your games. <laughs> Uh, instead of instead of gems, you have like prayers. Like that's your currency. You're, you'll spend your prayer energy on like new characters. Fuck that. Yes. Let's just talk about yeah. that. Let's yeah. talk about my pitch for a happy science mobile crossover game. Yeah, you um, get prayer. Yeah, my, your prayers, and then you, if you beat the game, you get enlightenment. And uh, instead of ad breaks, you get like videos of uh, El uh, Cantori, whatever his name is, and, you know, and he's, like, possessing different, like, you know, people, so it's, like, you know, uh, Kojima, it's just, like, Kojima is, like, you, you've got to, you've got to keep playing. You got, you got $45 million yearly revenue, give that to Kojima, spend, a, spend that yearly revenue on hiring Kojima to make your game. Yeah, it's a AAA game based on uh, the world of Happy Science. Guys, this is a winner, all right? I think we got a winner here. I'm gonna call my call my I'm calling my agent. Here's what I thought. We see this uh, flag for an organization called Earth Doctors, oh which God. I which I thought was I thought it was supposed to be the Red Cross, but it's actually not. It's not. No, it's because no. it's 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 the cover for Hermes Wings, which yeah. I thought was the name of a person. So we have the head of Earth Doctors, and I thought his name was Hermes Wings, but that's the organization. Maybe I got that wrong, but who gives a Mark, shit? I, honestly, they just confuse me all of that. Yeah, so Earth Doctors, from my understanding, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like a Red Cross like organization. I, I'm but not sure like, if it is though. I think it's. It, I think it's the no, cover. No, but I think Hermes. that's their cover. The cover is like, no, we're it's like UNICEF. We're helping people. I mean, I also it's, thought it was like Doctors Without Borders. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then Hermes Wings, um, who is <laughs> turned 
Yeah, because the guy who's, uh, I don't know, he seems to be working for them. I don't know if he was the leader at that point, but obviously he becomes the leader. He's like, but I'm sorry, I just want to say, like, in that moment where, like, I think they're in, like, New York or something, and then there's, like, the, the female doctor, uh, and she just goes, it's like, the general's here! Ah, oh, I love the general! <laughs> like, she just gets, like, there's these moments where these characters will just be like, oh my god, so-and-so's here! They're the best! I'm looking for peace! <laughs> Um, do you know who, um, who Her- the Hermes Wings old man looks like, uh, who reminds me of? I just put it in the chat. Uh, it reminds me of the old version of Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Oh! Yeah, it looks like him, kind of, in my opinion. I don't know, they're, they're both, like, old guys with gray hair, but they're kind of similar structure. Well, then, also, can I say, so in that scene as well, there's, like, a very confusing, what we will learn are, is a, a felash forward, where, like, the general is killed. And I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, I felt like it was an egregious cut. And it turns out, <laughs> no, I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> they were setting up for something that just was like, really? I got to know this before now? Yeah, it was something that, that takes place like 20 minutes or 30. I don't even know the time in this movie now. <laughs> well, it takes well, place a considerable amount of time later in the story. But we get this premonition of what's going on. And don't worry, premonitions will just show up without any notice and for no reason whatsoever, really. Our lead doctor, Sho Shishimura, has a vision of um, who I thought, I thought the guy's name was Hermes, but that's the name of the organization. So the general of Hermes Wings, that's how I'll Mm -hmm. refer to them. Uh, He tells the general that Japan will be occupied in a week. And in Japan, during a cabinet meeting, it's reported that the U.S. got fucked up uh, because, of course, they did. Uh, the, yeah, no, the, the U.S. Yeah. fell pretty quickly. It seems. Yeah. And don't worry, did they? Was there a shot in this movie where not the Nazi flags are flying in front of the? You bet your ass there was. Yeah. This is one of the movies absurd of, of many absurd details. This was one of the ones that I just had to fucking laugh at out loud. The Godam, the Godam Empire's emperor was hiding amongst the U.S. despite wearing a mask. His like general, his emperor mask. And they didn't notice. They're like, oh, this guy with the mask is just another soldier. It's like, what the fuck, guys? Generals don't wear freaky, freaky, um, I don't know, Cobra Commander masks. Uh, when I saw that mask, the the, the Godem Emperor, when I saw him yeah. with the mask, I thought of the Street Fighter guy who wears the Oh, mask. Vega, duh, Vegas. That's the one, man. That's the guy. Oh, so the Godam Emperor, he has an electric whip, which I thought was pretty cool. That was and... the only cool thing about this movie where yeah. I was like, ah, you know what? I wish that like a better anime used an electric whip, like a better, just like that idea is the best thing of this whole movie. <laughs> like, I, like, and it's like, yeah, it's not, it's just, it's still stupid, but it's All still right. like fun, oh, stupid. So my, my favorite part was when they, brought up him in the the conference room with like his generals or whatever and like they showed the emperor with the whip and so every time that would happen i would keep thinking kill bill volume one with oren ishii when they introduced her with her yakuza guys and how she just slices that dude's head off but this time with the whip with the emperor plus shout out to the best president ever tom bucks who's just a scuffed obama oh yeah Oh gosh, yes. Uh, oh my god, Tom. Bu- okay, thank you for picking up his name because I need Tom Bucks. Tom Bucks. You know what? He could. I 
I'll praise this movie. They could have been a lot more racist to what they could have called their Obama analog. Could have given them a much worse... Uh, Lord knows Obama was called a lot worse things. So the Godam Emperor, he's building... He's got an ultimate destructive weapon he's building, and it creates a six trillion degree fireball that can evaporate cities. It's called the ultimate weapon, and it doesn't have a name yet. He'll give it a name uh, when he feels like it, but then it never is. <laughs> never, never happens. Never, is, never happens. Not to my. I, I kind of like just the ultimate weapon. Like it's just I mean, like the guys. This is the ultimate weapon. I, and that's I, play, it. I play Final Fantasy, so they call their ultimate weapon the Ultima weapon. Ultima. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, I know. My ah. shit. Just sounds a little bit cooler. It doesn't look like you're just saying ultimate. You're saying Ultima. So that's the way to go, I say. Um, Leica questions why the emperor would need a super weapon. He says that the weapon will cause everyone to bow to him. So you know. Fair enough. Well, it turns out, like, when he, after he invades Japan, it's just, like, first of all, any, like, religious texts are all banned, and if you're found with them, you're, you and your whole family are executed. Uh, and then there's, like, a, later on, when uh, our lead is going to be executed by the state in a giant trial in which he's hung on the biggest crucifix in the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he makes everyone watch on television and just, like, if you're not watching, you will be murdered. <laughs> It's like how do you how do you get people to like actually yeah, how, how do you enforce you, that? How do you enforce it? So show meanwhile is protecting the good politicians and there's a big card chase and uh show has another vision which helps him dodge the bad cards. Or cars, not cards. Who gives a shit? <laughs> this movie. Uh show is then told uh somewhere, I didn't specify I didn't specify in my notes where that he has to find the sacred symbol, which is under Lake Titicaca. That's a fun, I like Lake Titicaca. It's a fun word to say. Um, so props yeah. to this movie for doing that. That's okay, yeah. So, yeah, they're in that part when they're, yeah. I, it, they just well, bring a real in, lake. They, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a fun but, word to say, too. <laughs> they just bring this Hermes wing out of nowhere. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, the the Earth Doctors are also part of Hermes wings, which are this super secret organization. But yet, the, the, the Godem Empire somehow knows about the secret super secret organization i honestly it just it <laughs> I, I have no idea what was going on at that part uh i mean listen god god um, and then and then they bring in who i think is the dalai lama yeah so the general kills uh no the tra- a traitor kills the general of hermes the the speed wagon looking dude and then show is rescued by some buddhist monks who believe him to be the reincarnation of buddha and they give him the book of the Noble Eightfold Path, which I'm assuming is a happy sign. What is this? Sorry, what did you say? The monks give him the book of the Noble Eightfold Path, which I'm guessing is a happy science book. It's Thank an you. actual uh, Buddhist book. Oh, it's a Buddhist book, oh, not a happy okay. science book. Oh, okay. But remember, uh, he, the founder of uh, happy science, Okawa, uh, believes he is the reincarnation of Buddha amongst uh, other deities. Okay. <laughs> just <the> exasperated <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the dalai lama character after he rescues him they he just goes oh yeah you are buddha at that point i was yeah. just like wait how hold on where did that come from well don't worry by the end they'll be like you're the god of gods yeah you're you're, you're uh what is it you come before the past and beyond the future Mm-hmm. Which is fuck you for 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 just writing that down. <laughs> just so show meditates under this tree and he sees a goddess lady. I didn't get her name, and he also sees some other visions of destruction. Um, 
any details on that. I just kind of sped past that. Part I, 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 I just I just call her the Cherry Blossom Goddess. That that's a good name. They should call her that. Yeah. Well, I mean that scene would just goes on for just it, so long. It, it just you're just like oh you're just sitting there like in the tree and then he's just. Pr- praying oh, it's so stupid it was just... meanwhile the emperor has force lightning i thought that was neat i mean again it's it's ripped off from a pretty famous movie <laughs> which movie oh uh, i don't know i think it was uh dune i just showed that sort of i know i know which time about yeah a, fa- a famous movie which also had an emperor that shot force lightning out of his <laughs> And um, so the emperor fucks some people up because you know he's got he's got to fuck up his workers. Show learns that the devils control people's darkest desires. So this sounds like Scientology. This is like ripped off from Scientology, which is the idea that like there's like dead alien souls and they go into people's bodies. Although in this case, some of the alien souls are good. I yeah that that's kind of like that's that's the that's their that's their twist on the Scientology mythology. They're like no, some of these aliens are good, so it's good if you have some of these in your soul. Yeah, some are good and some are bad, and it depends if they're from. I think from Venus, like because because Venus years ago had a thriving, like peaceful world, and then that was destroyed. I, I couldn't understand why it was destroyed. I, I think, don't know. Either. I think it was like a oh, meteor. I think it was just so. So on this part, um, I actually listened to this one musician called Mitski, and she released an album called "Be the Cowboy" three years ago. Or I guess when this is released four years ago. Um, and there's a verse in there that says, Venus, planet of love. Or lyric in there, I should say. And in the movie, they're talking about Venus. like The, the alien calls it the planet of love. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I just thought it was a nice comparison between the two. The emperor gets pissed off at Leica and he force chokes her, but she resists him with her bracelet. Um, mm-hmm. That's a hint at her true identity. And the dark force says she'd be ideal as his wife. Uh, the Godom Empire then attacks the Navy, and the Emperor gets all mad and creates a dragon. But there's also a good <laughs> dragon. Uh, yeah. The CGI, the CGI though, not so good. <laughs> when no. they decide that they're gonna show like do 3D uh, like CGI within this 2D movie, I was just like, what is happening? Like you yeah, didn't have yeah. to do this. Like it was so jarring just as a viewer. Here's the thing about this. I was okay with the animation. I don't care if it's a 2012 movie looking like it's from 2002. Whatever. If I don't know the year, I can still be like, this is a, this is a cartoon movie. The, it's the CGI that fucking dates it. The CGI is like, okay. You I got... don't think it was good CGI in 2012. No, <laughs> like it, was, it was not. No. Jimmy, like I Jimmy said, Mitchell. I think this is where, and if, if you were to be like, this came out in 2002 or like 1999, I do think people would... I would believe you. I'd just be like, yeah, that makes total sense. Oh, my God. So there's a dragon fight, and then five months later, the Godom Empire has taken over Japan. Tokyo is now the first controlled economic zone, and all religions are prohibited in Godom. And you also cannot learn about uh, Japan's war. No, you can learn about Japan's war crimes. It's mandatory teaching to learn Japan's war crimes. Yeah. Yeah, I... there's no, yeah you, can only, you only learn the bad, right? It's like you only get to learn like, the atrocities. Oh my god, man! So, which I think but, Japan is already doing. Like, I don't think they like try to deny it. Which is again so bizarre because isn't this religion's political party all about suppressing that and denying it? Like this way, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand what kind of piece of propaganda this is. The the new far right, and uh, I'll, I'm pretty sure um, 
Sasha, edit edit this out if I'm wrong. The uh, the author of Attack on Titan is also a war crime denier. I think. Um, yeah, like that is like a rising thing. It's like the new alt right in America. Like even the young people are kind of some young people are kind of getting into it, and it is a it is an emerging thing compared to Japan, which was somewhat liberal for for the majority. Well, that's of what CRT is all about, where people are trying to like deny like like slavery. They're like it wasn't all that bad, and you're like, no, it was. Uh, horrible. I mean, this is like the this is the biggest sin in like one of several major sins in North America. Oh my God! So show though he's all enlightened now, and he sees a godlike being who says, "When humankind realizes the meaning of love and tolerance, a new world will be awakened." He bestows upon Show the sacred ritual and tells him to return to that place tomorrow and pray. The next day, the very next scene is the next day, and a, a hooded man from Venus named Utica meets Show. And he says the Godum Empire's power comes from alien technology because of, of, of course it fucking does. As soon as that part came up, because at the beginning of the movie, when they showed Leica Chan, I was like, she's an alien. And it's like, once the Venus part came in, I was like, yep, it's an alien stuff, of course. Oh, man. So uh, what was it? Utica, he tells show he met him on Venus. Uh, Venus was once a prosperous planet. Um, because again, Sho is the reincarnation of this like god who is from Venus. How nice! So Sho meets Leica and sees her as a goddess as well, um, but she's not a goddess; she's an alien, and she uses her bracelet to trap him. Cool, cool bracelet technology, you know, very Wonder Woman shit. And uh, Sho prays and is freed. So Sho's using his prayer power, and it beats her bracelet power. Um, <laughs> Sho asks Leica why she's helping the Godom, but here's the thing. Her real name is Theta, and she comes from the planet Beta of Vega. Cool name. Uh, her civilization had a civil war between the three planets that they ruled. Her planet was peaceful, but the ultimate weapon fucked them up and forced them underground. Her father, the ruler, was going to migrate to Earth, but the people of Vega rejected the immigration plan to Earth because they felt Earth was a place of conflict. Also, I don't... What's I mean, the, the implication is that earth was already had people at that point which i, I guess so was... i'm not sure what the timeline is because like if if this is like millions of years ago and it's just fucking uh, dinosaurs and shit well my or... favorite part is that it, there's a line during this reveal if you would call it a reveal uh that like she's just like and my father and i and we we kept talking and we convinced a million people people travel to earth <laughs> like that's sort of like the big crux of this monologue Oh my God! So, um, yeah, the people of Vega. They, hey, hey, if they want to migrate to Earth and they want to die, feel free, sure. Uh, however, they convinced one million people to immigrate, and her father stayed behind because it was his planet. So, you know, die, die with his legacy and all that shit. Um, so, like I said, alien souls enter people. Countries without strong spirituality are easier to enter because you know, just easier. Uh, so that mean that means Japan. That's referencing referencing Japan. Uh, Leica met with the man who would become the emperor. He offered her Africa, which was kind of him. He offers her yeah. Africa. And then uh, he launched a coup in the States and things worked out for him. Or maybe it was China. I wasn't China. Sure. He, launched, he, oh, launched, he launched a okay. coup in China. Yeah. I, yeah. They, yeah they, they, it was a Chinese coup so they could become East Asia. Gotcha, gotcha. I was, fuck, man. Forgive me for not understanding <laughs> this. Like, as, you, as you were talking about it, I was just like, that whole thing that you described, which, you know, sounds like, oh, this was maybe, what, two, like a minute of it? That's like 15 minutes of this movie to yeah, get it's through. It's told very slowly because these people are speaking very slowly. 
Oh, yeah, they're talking slowly and they're, you know, they're talking. It's like not, none of this is shown. It's all just spoken to you. Like it's just visually you're just seeing the, our our lead and then this goddess and the goddess just like, and then this is what happened. And I did this. And then and you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Oh, James, go on. I was like, another part that weirded me out is when Leica Chen reveals herself. Because, like, show says, oh, you're, like, Scandinavian. I can see you. I was like, wait, hold on. And then they show, and they go to this whole exposition of how everyone on Vega is basically, like, white. And so I'm like, wait. So it, it just got this weird, like, white savior thing I got going on now, too. And then when they start inhabiting people's bodies, I was like, wait. So they just take over someone's body without... I don't know. It just got so weird for me at that part too. Yeah, but apparently, if you don't have religion, that you're you're just susceptible to UFO coming into your body and possessing you. But then she like is like a shapeshifter. Like I don't even think she was possessing anyone. Like I couldn't. No, just it, couldn't, was, it, I, it was, was so, the rules are so stupid. Like there's like if you can even call them rules of this world. I'm just like they're just like making shit up as they went. I was like, plus it, it, they can only inhabit women's bodies. Anyways, um, show reminds Leica of the god of Earth, Rient Arl Crowd. As, as we're talking about this, the the so-called structure of this movie, this movie does not have a three-act structure because there's no storytelling technique. <laughs> no, there's like there's no there's no way to identify what the th- I guess I could identify the climax because obviously some bad shit goes down and it's, it's like I couldn't fucking tell you where the second act starts. Just, <laughs> there is no three-act structure. This is just a thing that just like kind of keeps going and then it, and then it ends. Like, it's just, like, like there is no, like, growth. Like, he's a guy who's, like, our lead seems like a guy who's, like, I don't know. He's, again, he's oh, he's already in this cult. It's not like he's being recruited and then, like, finds out he has all these powers. It's just, like, he's already in there. And then he, like, finds out that he's, you know, whatever, the god of gods. Uh, and then instead of being like, I can't do this. I'm just a man. He's just like, yeah, that makes sense to me. And then, you know... He, you know, and then he just kind of keeps going. He has all these boring fucking conversations, um, and then and then it just ends with him like he doesn't even do anything in the final, the finale. Like he's like outside of this speech about like prayer and like believing in things you can't see. The the whole like the art, the villain getting taken down is with the goddess. The she's the one who does it all. Mm. Oh, not even that. It's that, you know, she does it a little bit, but then he, with his electric whip, fucking, like, whips himself and electrocutes himself to death. So, like, his hands are, I guess our lead's hands are clean. It's it's so stupid. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, I only thought, I, I thought Sho was going to get, like, some powers or something, but it's like, nope, he's just going to glow the entire time. <laughs> oh, he's just going to glow. That's kind of, per- that's perfect analogy for what his thing is. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's talk about let's briefly briefly talk about show who is the most boring protagonist I've ever seen in a story. Oh my god! I've like like my god, um, ch- charisma black. Listen, I've watched my share of animes with um, lead characters who are obviously not super uninteresting. They're clearly like uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, insert characters, or you know, they're audience surrogates. You know, you want to you want to like the heroes. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I'm already kind of bored talking about it. I think, I think it also might have I think also might have something to do with like the two versions, like dubbed and subbed. Like, I you, guess 
I don't think Joe has much of a personality either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the subtitle version, like I said, wasn't that bad, but like the dub oh, okay. was. I don't know. I think it's just the voice acting quality because obviously sure. this is going to be like the happy science cult in Japan. So they're going to have more Japanese voice actors possibly available. So you're going to say, watch these movies subbed. You'll get, you'll be a bit better subbed. Watch the I, sub. All right. I mean, the, the two I mean, hour, the two hour runtime is still not good, but I, I mean, think- the last like 30 minutes of this movie are like, it just keeps like it has an ending. Like he, the our bad the bad guy gets like defeated and like the empire crumbles. But then it's just like this whole continuation of just like like I was just thinking about like this whole scene where like it's like go, cuts to different countries in the world and it's like now it's the time to stand up, Australia. Let us believe in the future and stand up, Russia. We must have courage, Uganda. You know, I will fight till I drop, <laughs> you know, Japan. <laughs> like, what were we born for? What do we live for? Brazil, your soul must hold the answer. Peru, we must fight with dignity. France, for the freedom of our souls. USA, God is our hope. Do not despair. Let us believe in hope. Germany. And then I, my favorite part is they cut to the and it just goes, there's nothing we cannot do if people around the world work hand in hand. Middle East. <laughs> like just like <laughs> cut to like the middle the Middle East. But the reason I wanted to say it all is that I was just quoting the movie and, and that was a scene and they that's how many cuts they had in this like montage. <laughs> Gotta show the whole UN man. But I like how some of it is in like actual like the language of their countries and some of it is just in English because they're like, we don't know anyone who speaks Ugandan or whatever they speak in Uganda. Yeah. <laughs> I did oh. like that part. In the dub, they also stuck with the everyone uses their own language. Yeah, so show infiltrates Gotham and meets with some Vagans. Uh, the Vagans, they have these energy shields to combat the Gotams because uh, the Vagans are non-violent, so all they have are these energy shields while the Gotams just fuck them up. But seriously, Vagans, like, you, you, you know your enemy is violent. Like, listen, if you're going to be in a war, if you're going to participate in a conflict, bring a gun or whatever your Vagan... Oh, yeah, there was is. that whole thing where, like, the keys, like, it cuts to that, like, the thing where they're fighting with the guns. And then the guy's like, we have to stop. Uh, my friends are dying or something. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, don't bring a shield. To, I mean, listen, bring a sh- shield are dope, but also bring a gun. Like, you can't, you can't, it's not one or the other. You know, well, you they, they did have, they did have guns, but they were really weird, stupid, uh, weak alien guns that shot, shot like one, bro. one laser per minute. Yeah, man. The Godems, okay, man. The Godems wanted it. Godems deserve it. They want it. Um. So one of the Godams dies and Sho gets really emotional because uh, I guess he became his best friend somehow. Not that we gave a shit. It's like, hey, Jerry, you're my favorite of the Vegans. Please don't die. I don't know. Yeah, that was the thing that was so weird. It was like they, his death is treated as if it was like this big pivotal moment where it's just like, oh, no, we've lost our favorite character. But it's like I, had not, I didn't even know who this guy was. And he, looks, he, he looks the same as the other Goda, or not? He's not even a Godam. He, it's, oh, he yeah. The Vegan. All vegans yeah. look the same. Don't at me. No, <laughs> no, it's true. Like if you look at like yeah, all the character design, like all the like soldiers and like henchmen and stuff, they all are just just the same face. Like it's just this. Like they don't even try to like come up with slightly different variations. It's just nope, it's the same. So we have this. Uh, so show surrenders because he doesn't want to lose any more friends. Like it's, it's very very good friends. The Gotham Empire then televises Sho's execution 
and declares anyone who doesn't watch will be executed for treason. Uh, <laughs> they, Trump, Trump wishes he could have done this. He wishes he could be like, I need the best ratings. If it's, it's treason, if you don't watch, I need the best ratings. No, I mean, well, that's more of the QAnon people. I need the best ratings. So, you know, good good for the Gotham Empire for knowing uh, how to get the best ratings. Which, by the way, also, they had that weird, like, CNN news uh, like uh, news yeah. channel. It was like CNNN. <laughs> like, they just added another. Or, I guess there's networks with four letters, so whatever. I don't even know what CNN is. No, but it's like, it's for. the same logo, but they were just, it's just like, and an, an, I feel like it's like an extra N. It was just so, like, unsubtle was what they were trying to do. God, man. So, it was, um, what's funny is that it should have been a Fox News thing. Maybe CNN's more credible in the eyes of happy science. I don't know. Their their politics are very fucking out, uh, back and forth. No, you think now, now it probably they would be a Fox they or Newsmax. Probably, they they know or, better at or, this point. Like, now they've like branded solely to that far right. So, yeah, they know better by now. But 2012. This is 2012, they, right? Uh, yeah. 2012, yeah. Yeah. Mitt Romney was the head of the Republican Party. Oh my god. Um, so show he's hung up on a giant I my autocorrect said giant execution. No, it's a giant crucifix. Uh but he's not nailed. Uh he's just uh, he's got like those slots. He's like metal bands, metal, I think holding. Yeah, metal bands. And he's shot, he's dead. Uh and the crowd is sad. People are crying. And then Leica reveals herself to the world as an alien goddess and she tries to resurrect Show and uh it doesn't work. She then begs God to do it. And then Cho transcends life and sees a bunch of legendary figures who I assume are his past lives. I, I yeah. didn't write them down. I didn't give a shit at that point. <laughs> yeah, he sees like Thor, Buddha. Jesus I, probably. I don't know. Probably the real guy, like yeah. God of Earth or whatever. Of course, yeah. And yeah, he sees a bunch of people. He transcends life uh, before coming back to life. And then the Emperor orders his minions to fire, but they refuse because Sho is God. They recognize Sho as God, so they're not going to shoot him anymore. Yeah, because he's glowing. <laughs> so the Emperor then creates a bunch of CGI skeleton soldiers uh, that look straight out of, like, fucking Clash of the Titans. Uh, uh, not very good CGI, but, eh, it was inter uh, interesting. Yeah. It's a strong word, but it was something <laughs> to watch. Yeah, to, I, I, when that part came out, I was just thinking... 2D animation should not make 3D animation at all. It does not yeah, work. Especially not on this budget. It's not no. like doing it subtly or whatever. Is there a good version of it where it's like 3D I mean, animation gets integrated with 2D? Yeah, we've like Beauty and the Beast did it in the 1990s and shit. Like it's it's done. It's If I named things, you would be like, oh, they did that. But you know, it's obviously good enough that you're not paying attention. But this you one, know? it's just like, it's like a, you know, a <laughs> it sticks with like a sore thumb. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, some CGI Buddhist warriors get summoned on uh, Show's side, and then there's also a bunch of magic that obliterates a bunch of skeletons. Yeah, and then skeletons giant... with wings. Oh yeah, the fucking skeletons. That okay. just reminded me of Wizard of Oz when that showed up. The flying monkeys. Oh well, yeah, that uh, yeah, that's yeah. I forgot about that part to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, and I like I'll be honest. I watched this movie like like an hour before this recording. And yet there's things you're saying right now that I was like, that was in it. <laughs> like I, I'm oh. like going back and like re because this whole movie was like uploaded to YouTube, like over like almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and like, obviously no one's tried to make a claim to be like, take that down. <laughs> and so I'm just like scrolling through it as we're recording and being like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's just spreading the good word. The happy science cult. Uh, oh, yeah, during this whole part two, the ultimate weapon's about to go off. 
or it's going to about to go off soon. And then there's also lizard alien people in space waiting for the Earth to die. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're going to eat the Earth or what? Or humans? Eat or what? the pe- humans, yeah. Which was like when that shows up, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what happened? Like, where did these people come from? Like, they're just waiting there, like, mm, we're gonna we're gonna feast, we're gonna feast, and they're like, these people don't even need to be here, like, because there's this whole thing about like the galactic like treaty or whatever, galactic right? treaty organization that says that they can't, they can interfere, they can invade or whatever. Once the people civilization has doomed itself, I don't know. It it got weird at this point. <laughs> I mean, it got even weirder at this point. I should say. Yeah, well, because like Earth starts glowing red or something. If I'm not yeah, yeah, like the evil takes over, starting to win. I don't know. They were. I at first I thought they were in Japan, then they were in China. <laughs> um, they might have been in New York at one point. <laughs> Cherry blossom goddess sends like the good dragon, ten headed serpent to help show. Whereas the evil red CGI dragon battles it over, like I said, China or Japan. How did, if it's in China, how did she send it to China? I don't know. <laughs> it just got super complicated right there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and this is also like an hour and a half, almost two hour movie when this all happens. You think like, oh, that's enough time to really establish all these elements. And it's like, no, they're just throwing it out here at this point with like 10 or like with 20 minutes left to go. There's also a dragon fight because we have to have the dragon rematch. Yeah, uh, and there's also the um, the jo- the Buddhist giants. I don't know if they were Buddhist, but whatever. They look cool. Uh, they were on the good guy's side. And then the uh, the emperor's dragon appears, but then the good dragon fights it. And the good dragon... Um, I'm not going to say what the good dragon reminded me of because Malcolm still uh, doesn't know what a Super Saiyan is, so um, I can't use that reference. Oh, I was going to say it reminded me of King Ghidorah from Godzilla. Okay, good reference. Cool. So we're that's not a reference spoiling, I know. We're not uh, spoiling Dragon Ball, uh, the Frieza saga yet. So that's good. That's good. Anyways, it gets a power up that lets it win. This is not the most interesting uh, dragon fight. It's not. Uh, the Emperor attacks Leica with his whip. Cool fucking whip. And then she stares him down and it causes his whip to snap back at him. And then he seemingly dies. Uh, he, he's not actually dead though. But I like that. I like how the whip gets used back on him because that's referencing something that was previously established. You know, he's hoisted by his own petard. Uh, this is the first example of proper storytelling used in this movie where you're like, okay, that's what, is, that's what uh, Robert McKee would do or um, Hero's Journey or uh, fucking no. Save Joseph the cat. Him. He doesn't have a save the cat moment. Well, he doesn't have a save the cat moment, really. <laughs> the villain, you know, the villain's uh, whatever uh, kills him or Ah, fuck this movie, man. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I don't think he dies. No, he just gets no. Beat. He's not dead. It looked like he died, but they it looked, yeah. it on. There's, he, there's he, he gets fried, and then like this, or I don't even remember now. Like, but this evil entity takes over, and then he's simping over Lake a Chan, and that causes the. I don't remember honestly at this point. I just kind of zoned out near the end. Yeah, it's uh, and then like the, all the gods kind of appear for a moment, and then like shine, you know, their heavenly lights onto Earth. Uh, but right, but, but right before that, uh, the evil spirit is unleashed, and a bunch of disasters happen as the evil uh, reptilian aliens descend. We don't know about these reti- We don't. We didn't know about these reptile aliens mm. until now. Yeah, we were saying. Yeah, yeah. They were just, but 
But here's the thing. If you watch previous movies, they appear in previous movies. So that's my fault for picking the sixth film in a nine-film series. Uh, so that, that was my bad. You know what? That fuck bad. that. I don't like that. Um, I'm, the, these can't be recurring characters in this world. <laughs> Thank God we're not doing this as a miniseries. I'd be dead by like, I'd be like, movie one, I'd be like, fuck this. We're not doing it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. There's only so much. I can watch bad anime that's like regular bad, as in it's like poorly written, but it's still got some flashing lights and shit. But this is just, ugh. Oh well, again, this is not even bad anime. This is bad religious propaganda. <laughs> like, like, like. I don't know who would go in, watch this, and go sign this me up. Is... I'm, ha- I'm, I love Happy Science now. Happy Science I... is the best. Listen, I like the fact they don't say the name though, because they're trying to be subtle. They're trying to be subtle. Yeah, oh, yes, this, this, just this absolute subtlety until the oh, very man. end. Um, when the yeah. credits roll. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't watch. Oh, the, the credit. Well, it's not that. It's just like literally. So the screenplay of this movie is credited to not a person, but to the Mystical Law Scenario Project. And then also the 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 leader of this cult, Okawa, he's credited as creator slash executive producer. He's, he owns that IP. He owns the IP. <laughs> oh my god. What is it? Um, so show he tells everyone to pray, and then similar to, um, I mean, Malcolm, we're never going to get this far into Dragon Ball, so I can spoil this part. Similar to when Goku um, needed to have the giant spirit bomb to destroy the evil of Kid Buu at the very end of Dragon Ball Z, everyone unites and gives the prayer energy uh, to defeat the great evil. It's 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 not even original. It's ripped off from many other many other popular series. <laughs> Uh, which, which, when it happens in those popular series, I get emotional and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, but not in this case. It, 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 it did not use that cliche well. Uh, but it, the, it ends the movie, so I'm thankful for that. It ends the movie. It envelops the world. It, oh, yeah, and Show has a wand. I didn't know this wand had a power, but he uses the wand to like do it all. Go oh, yeah, and then he blasts the the evil sky, and then Show says, "We've been reincarnating since eternity." He asks everyone to put away their differences. And then the emperor reveals his own tragic backstory, ripped off from another famous anime, because he reveals he was a genetic science project. Uh, hey, Akira. Uh, Akira wants a word, and also many other uh, anime series. <laughs> yeah, that thing of, like, I have no parents. <laughs> and, like, again, we're, we're, over, we're almost two hours into this movie, and this is with, like, five minutes to go. And you're like, what are we doing? The emperor should have revealed his name as Tetsuo just to be like, oh, oh shit. That's it. Ah, yeah. ah, clever wink and a nod. They're just, sca- they're just scared of the producers of Akira. <laughs> they're like, they'll sue us. But here's the thing. Uh, unlike Akira, where Tetsuo uh, disappears into a void and creates his own universe because he's a incel asshole, the show's forgiveness allows um, the emperor to be saved. And he tells him he is God's child too. And uh, maybe there's some other shit at the end, but uh, I didn't take any more notes because fuck this movie, I hate. Well, it. no, you, the the last one of the last scenes after this is that uh, the cherry uh, blossom girl or goddess, rather, the cherry blossom goddess and our lead like share a, a kiss. No, that was the alien girl Vega. Oh God, sorry, I meant okay. I'm just gonna redo that. Yeah, so the alien girl and uh, our lead, yeah, share this kiss. That is so unearned and so like it's so cringy. Like you'd think like for an animated movie that they could like you know animate a kiss kind of well. This was just so bad. <laughs> like it was just so bad. Oh man, I couldn't Early believe end. it. 
Next time, Malcolm's top 10 anime kisses. <laughs> and I know I've been in a commercial where I had to make out. With- All right, let's not go down that path, Malcolm. <laughs> I don't know. I actually pay attention to this movie a lot, so I know what... I don't know. I did like one part where like at the end where they kissed uh, the goddess Vega and show she sheds a tear when earlier in the movie she does say she won't shed any more tears until her people are safe or something like that. I don't know. I thought that was a nice thing. Yeah, I guess that is. That's a nice callback. It's the only callback in the movie. <laughs> Let's talk about our favorite segment. For those of you just join in, if you, if you are a happy science member and you're just joining in and you want to hear us uh, uh, talk about this movie, I'm sorry. Um, maybe, maybe there's a better ones. Uh, but we didn't pick the best of the happy science uh I don't know if there is the best of the happy science. Who knows, man? Who knows, man? I've got to watch more of them. I've got. I didn't. I didn't do my due diligence and watch all of them beforehand. I'm down for this ninth movie, though. I'm down for this ninth one. (laughs) We're coming back for the ninth one. We're gonna skip at least two of them. The Elohim chapter, maybe that. You know, hey, man, maybe this might be the charm. Apparently, they do live action movies as well, which is well, I would not can't be good. At least, at least these ones are cartoons, and they have visuals that are nice to look at. Anyways, let's talk about our segment. Who is the Speedwagon? Which, for those just joining in, is our favorite supporting character. Speedwagon, 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 Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Guys, uh, I've got a confession to make. I'm really bad at being civil about my Speedwagon choices. I feel if you play the game of, like, guess Jack Speedwagon, it's always so fucking obvious. So, uh, my Speedwagon is the general of Hermes. I don't even... I guess he's the general. The general is of Hermes Wings, the guy who looked like the old version of Robert E.O. Speedwagon. And also, Lake-A-Chan, who was hot. Lake-A-Chan was a hottie, so, you know. Send me your, <laughs> send me your Lake-A-Chan art. I say, would um, you say Lake-A-Chan is your waifu now? She's my waifu. Uh, semi-art, uh, whether it's PG or 18+, plus, I don't care. I need all of it. I'll just plaster it on my wall. I'll, oh, I'll, it'll re- I'll replace it as my wallpaper on my phone. It'll finally replace my, uh, my very first cat. So that's how much I love Lake-A-Chan. I'll, buy, I'll, ha- I'll spend all my money to get, unlock the character in the mobile game. Get on a Happy Science mobile game. Yeah, uh, come on. Lake-A-Chan like, like hen- like hentai. Uh, I think for my Speedwagon, you know what? My Speedwagon's not a person. It's the electric whip. <laughs> I thought that was the best part. I hinted at it earlier. I thought that was the best part of this movie. It's the only thing that's like kind of interesting. Uh, it's a weapon I would like to see in something better. Uh, you know, something that like could do some more damage with a villain that's uh, competent. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I think it was you know very funny how it was used and like especially against the user. Uh, which I had wasn't expecting, and then also just like earlier, where it just like kind of like snakes around people and then you know electrocutes them. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that what, that electric whip, which is also right. kind of sexy. Let's. Do you want Rule 34? The electric. <laughs> That's whip? a Rule 34. Just, just the whip. It doesn't have to be on anyone. You just want the whip, and not not like a human, not like an anthropomorphic, whatever the anthropomorphic version of the whip just the whip just the whip that's like your thing uh, you, well, know, like, also, I you don't my... have to put it as my thing it's just it's you know it's a, it could be someone's thing 
Malcolm, as someone who plays a lot of video games, a lot of Japanese video games especially, I'll make sure anytime I see an electric whip weapon, I'll be like, you gotta fucking buy this game. He's <laughs> like, I'm going broke with all these games, these Japanese I'll, RPGs. I'll finally convince you to play Mass Effect 4 if they add an electric whip. I'll write to Bioware. I'll be like, you don't know how many fucking sales you'll get if you put an electric whip in that game. No, Malcolm's, okay, I was say, Malcolm's favorite series is uh, Soul Calibur. And his favorite oh, oh, shit. character That's to cool. play is uh, Ivy. Yeah, bro. That's already boom. We gotta get... I don't even know what those words are right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's like six of them, bro. There's six of them. Uh, yeah. Geralt of Rivia was in the latest one. Soul Calibur <laughs> Guest starring yeah. Geralt of Rivia. Uh, all right, Shane, who is your speed wagon? Uh, I would have to say it's probably the ten-headed serpent. The cloud oh, thing. Shit, the man. defender. The good one or the bad one? The good one. Not the Nazi one. Not the Nazi one, no. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nazis. Yeah, we should say that right now. Fuck Nazis. I will say this about the movie. It did have a nice soundtrack. When it didn't do the weird, like, premonition of the Gotham Empire destroying the world. Yeah, I, I, I guess, like, I didn't notice it in a bad way. So that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> it feels so condescending saying that. But yeah, no, that's a, yeah, the, I need to go back and listen to that music. I wonder if they have a whole soundtrack. Like they probably do. This like a Spotify list of just happy science soundtracks. I don't know. All, all I know for sure is the movie we watch was basically scuffed Japanese Scientology with yes. alien lizard people. Oh, yes, man. that's exactly it. I think that's the thing. You kind of go like, I wasn't expecting to see Scientology be ripped off yet at this point, and yet it's just such a clear Scientology ripoff. Final thoughts on this terrible movie. Fuck this movie. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's end the episode right now. <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, please, for the love of God. I don't know. But yeah, I'm probably going to watch most of them. I'm, I'm definitely watching it. The movie <laughs> mine. It's so oh, crazy no. for you to say that you're like, fuck this movie. But you know what? Fuck. Kind of want to watch the. I kind of want to watch how they do it nine years later. Because that's, you know, this movie came out in 2012. I want to know how they do it nine years later, man. Maybe. 2012, released in 2012, but with 2002 animation. Like I said, 2012 release with 2002 animation, and then uh, Scuff Japanese Scientology. Uh, good soundtrack. That, like, that makes sense. Yeah, for me, I think it's yeah, it's kind of similar to sh- just like yeah, this this movie fucking sucks. Uh, it's incoherent. You, it's not a good piece of propaganda. It, you know what? It, what its greatest sin is is that it's boring. Like it's just like I wanted something like crazy from a cult where you're just like, holy shit! I can't believe they're just like putting this out there. But instead, there's like so much subdued and like it just feels like it, you could tell they like put a lot of thought and work into this, but it's like that thought and work was nonsense. Um, and so. We're probably will be called devils by this group, Happy Science, which, by the way, but what a stupid name for any sort of religious uh, movement. Happy Science. God damn it. I felt like that was like Happy Science sounds like a preschool like science program. <laughs> like that's what it is. Uh, not this sort of nefarious far right religious group. Um, but yeah, there, it, this was stupid. I don't really recommend this movie to anyone. Uh, I think if you're going to want and you want to like learn more about happy science, go like Google them, watch the leader channel people who are both alive and dead. That's way more interesting. And I wish stuff like that was in here. Uh, And also uh, 
who the what the fuck is Hermes wings? Uh, that was never really made clear. Uh, is it is it just is this a fantasy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I feel like I'm hallucinating, and I feel like I'm hallucinating a lot on this podcast. But this one was so clearly uh, a fever dream by an insane call leader. I, I was saying I, I will also add if you do decide to watch this movie, watch the dubbing. Or not the the subtitled. Yeah, if if you want to watch like you know, people <laughs> the worst dubbing ever uh, that's done like seriously, this is might be up there. But yeah, it sounds like sub was was the better call, and I wish I had done that. Uh, let's do a quick plugs. Uh, Shane, where can people find you? Uh, I I do want to be found. Um, I hope I'm not lost. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch TV. Uh, forward slash Spetsnik. That's S P E T S N I K. Uh, I occasionally stream video games. I am currently playing Halo Infinite. Uh, in my time. Oh, nice. Uh, Jack, where can people find you? Uh, only real Jack M on Twitter. Um, I haven't gotten into many fights in months now. I'm a stabler person. I'm happier. I'm leaner. Uh, I'm still looking for employment. So if you want to give me a job, uh, please, listener. If you're a million millionaire job owner give me one right now so uh right. and then uh what is it um jack is jack on instagram you know i mean you've heard it before probably it's it'll be in our show notes malcolm what about you yeah uh you can find me at uh malcolm rj mcleod on instagram and twitter uh pretty f- active on instagram uh less so on twitter but i'm planning uh new year new me so uh we'll see how how that motto keeps up uh, but yeah, uh, and you can find us on uh, at is this anime pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please interact with us. You know, we you know post about our shows or like about episodes and the rest of it. Uh, your feedbacks really helped us shape what this podcast has become. It was thanks to people who listen to this podcast that we I was even clued into the Mother's Basement video, which led us to down this path that we just lived and experienced so yeah keep it up uh if you were listening to this on uh, apple podcast please leave us some stars five stars you know it helps a small podcast like us immensely when you you know like and share this so i hope you enjoyed it uh i think that about wraps it up thank you everyone uh and remember uh happy science is the true science which is what makes you happy and uh, happy science. If you want us, we will please. And I'm saying this, please. I'm going to rant about this right now. Please. Uh, Spesnik will stream the game. Jack will voice the game. I can write it. I can do something in it. Uh, we can make money. All right. Make big bucks. All right. Mobile <laughs> gaming is the future. So uh, get on that money train, baby. Bye. L- later, power bottoms. Power bottoms.